Hey, 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 you're listening to MMA and Beyond. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Thank you so much for all of the five-star ratings you've given us on iTunes. We really appreciate it so much. It helps people find our show. Wow, we have a good one today, man. So so many things to talk about. We've got Ray Longo here. We've got Fight Shape Ricci. Hey, We've got Empty Resig. we got Dr. Sherry. And, of course, I'm Steve Maraboli. Folks, thank you so much for checking out MMA and Beyond. Dot com. I know I have to be, do a better job of promoting also the MMA and Beyond Instagram. Steph's doing an amazing job with the posters. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, right. Steph, yeah. definitely. What's to be released is wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Ray Longo, my hero, my dear friend, <laughs> and I know she means so much to you. Jenny Nadell, yeah. just bringing it. Madison Square Garden, busted head, busted open. She gets in there, and she just goes to work, buddy. Yeah. Congrats on a great yeah, night. Really, really, really happy to see. And, uh, again, she's on the big stage. You know, Jenny's going to be 40 in a couple of weeks. She fought a young girl who beat somebody we know that was really, really good. So, I mean, it was a really big fight for her. And I mean, after the fight, I mean, it was such a good fight because she, she really held to the game plan. She fought smart. Uh, she mixed it up so much. I think she really confused that girl. Didn't know, couldn't get started. But like, I wanted to tell her in the ring, which I did. And I, I wanted to say, I really don't care who won this fight. I really didn't mm. care. She fought so good, and so I, I don't good. really care what the judges think. Luckily, she got the win. She got right, the decision, right. which was good. But to me, it didn't care. It was really about Jenny actualizing her potential, and that's exactly what we saw. Somebody really. Uh, just looking like a totally different person exactly. mindset-wise. And it's really, look, we know, I know she has the skill, but whatever she did mentally, I just think that girl knew she was in trouble and uh, just a great fight. I mean, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm basing it on Jenny's coming to the end of her career and this girl's just starting her career who's got a great record and who's very tough. We've seen a fight before. I was worried going into the fight just because of the age difference. Um, what, I'm sorry, how old is she? Like I think that girl, opponent, no 20? no more than 26. I'm okay, going to say yeah, 25. I thought she was about 25. You know, so, you could right? see she tall, like lanky, yeah. you know, was young. Yeah. Dynamic. Really, maybe in hindsight oh. now, looking at that, maybe underestimated Jenny and just didn't take her serious because, man, she was confused. And Jenny really did a great job controlling the uh, the pace of that fight. Uh, you know, the spin back kicks, the spin back fist, the, uh, she went southpaw. So we came up with a game plan, and it's just great to see that, you know, she really held to it, and she she wanted to be there, and that, that is the difference. I told her, sometimes you look like the other girl, and that's not good, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, you have to always be posturing like you're winning that fight. I don't care if you're winning or not, but you can never look like, you're confused, and that girl definitely gave off the body language quickly. Right? Yeah, that yeah, it wasn't she really good. did. I mean, and after the first round, I knew Jenny was winning that fight. I was like, "Wow!" Jenny I was am... assertive. She yeah. was angry even after some, you know a couple of launching headbutts. She uh, uh, she was split open, and and that inner inner warrior came out, and she oh, man, that looked great. I mean, it just was great. So and again, I think just like the timing on the big stage, Glory's the UFC of kickboxing. Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden. There's nothing that doesn't get really bigger than that. So she's just had a great career, and she puts the time in. And that, that's what I'm saying. It's good to see good people do good. To me, it was just a feel-good moment. It motivated me. And, to, and, and, again, it's one of those things. It's not 
the world title fight in the UFC. But to me, it's it's actually the same. If it not is bigger. for her, it, and it is for me too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because again, I'm I'm I really don't care about that stuff. I just want people to fight to their potential. Mm -hmm. Like I know they can fight, and when they don't do that, it's kind of like a bummer because you know there's like you're blaming yourself because your your job is to bring that out of them. And for her, Friday night. I mean, she restored faith in a lot of stuff even I'm thinking about, you know. But it doesn't have to be a big fight. And I think to even the coaches out there, these smaller shows and these, you know, some of these smaller fights, man, you sh they're really just great feel-good moments. And I don't know. I just it's I can't say enough about the fight. I was I was literally blown away while I was watching it. I think that that's a good point. I, I text you after the fight, and, and I think that's what your your response was was really a feel good moment. Yeah, that was it for me. I mean, and I think I think that was the sentiment of most people in there who know Jenny. You know yeah, what I absolutely. mean? That just wanted to see her do good because she deserves it. She helps everybody out. She's constantly training. There's not a fighter in the Saralongo camp who's who somewhere in their in their life doesn't have the footprints of Jenny Nadell. Right. And again, again, I think I don't want to hop on the age because it's just a number, but you know, again, when she when she came to me, she was already a little older and I was like, "Man, I can't. What am I going to change it?" You know, like, but she really proved me wrong. She made a complete change. She's a different fighter. And you know, there was one time I took a guy on for like five weeks or something, just to call me, ask me, do him a favor, corner him. And I remember going to the fight, and the guy won. Man, he didn't look that good, but I heard somebody in the audience say, well, I thought he'd look better, training with Ray. And I wanted to grab the guy and say, you, you fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> it's going to take years. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it doesn't take five weeks. But, you know, these are, this is the mentality of the people out there. So for Jenny, she's stuck with it, and she's constantly improved, and I think she's going to constantly keep improving, which is – fascinating to me you know what i mean so she's she keeps getting better dr sherry i was going to say her confidence has grown and just all the skills that she's gotten you know through the fighting she's translated into her own life and i think she'll be successful no matter what she does at this she's point she's yeah. one of my favorite people on planet yeah. earth and i've seen most of planet earth and want to feel like i've met most of the people <laughs> she's definitely one of my favorites and again you know it's one thing too is like we we changed the game plan like the last two and a half weeks. I think Tony was watching, mm -hmm. but like we said, look, if you feel comfortable Southpaw, let's stay there. She wasn't a Southpaw, but she started landing, and this is really important for everybody listening. Like, she started landing some of the stuff in sparring. When so she, she would have did it on the mitts, and I said, look, it looks good, it feels good. Maybe, you know, she believes it, but when she started getting some of the stuff off in sparring against really quality sparring opponents, that's what gave it a confidence, and that's why well, you need to. She sparring. was landing that when yeah. she was switching oh, and man. throwing that straight left right down Killing the middle. Her. It was yeah. popping through every single time. Yeah. You know, every we, single time it, it was popping through. That was really put together. That switch the last two and a half weeks, which and, is you know, incredible switch, to me. Straight, yeah. straight down yeah, the middle. Yeah, it was going right, right through every single right. time. It, Ray, I'm actually head back. I'm actually going to defend her opponent in in this regard. I'm sorry if you've watched any previous film on Jenny. No one could have been prepared for that. Right, right. That was a masterpiece. Everything that you worked on, yeah. everything that you changed, I've never seen Jenny. Everything yeah. that you worked on over the years you've been with her was maximized, and everything you added that was new, yeah, was executed was perfectly crazy, and beautifully. Right. And we, uh, so my point to that is, if anybody had an historical context of Jenny's style, 
you can throw it out the window because yeah, yeah. what she did that she landed everything all four limbs from 16 yeah. different angles yeah yeah, yeah. she was really spinning. it was wonderful she right? was I mean, spinning and hitting her on both sides the coming and the going back and yeah, yeah. Spinning back fit and that spinning the left yeah. straight left hand because i i was mean the right? game plan really was let's get a couple of things that are really going to be hard to make the adjustment you know what i mean if you keep mixing it up you mm -hmm. don't know what the hell's coming. Spinning a right kick to the body it, was right? landing every time, oh, and that, that and straight hard, left is you know? landing every time. And, and that's what I think. And I, That'll I turn you correct. into a philosopher quick. Yeah, 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 I think that's where the first sign I saw yeah. of Jenny's opponent, the straight left hand go, uh-oh, this isn't going the way it's supposed to and, be. And again, the girl was <laughs> tough, and yeah, I told the girl after the fight, look, you're young, you got a great career heavy. I mean, and it was just Jenny's night that night. It really was, but that girl's going to be good, I think. I think she... You could see she was still trying to fight through it and push through it, but she, was frustrated. she, she just got, never knew mm, when she, you know, when something you was know. coming. Yeah, she was trying to fire back, but I thought Jenny controlled the the pace of that fight and kept her off guard, and that was the difference. Where, where is that that on Fight Pass for people to watch? In case anybody is interested in to watch that great. I don't know if they have the prelims on. They yeah, might. I, did they? Was I, that they might have had that on Fight Pass. Okay. No, they definitely they definitely recorded it, so we'll try to get yeah. something. Yeah, see up, where maybe yeah. in case anybody was listening in can really watch a fun fight and be inspired by her. Yeah, it was, it was really smart. It was um, it, it was really smart the way she did it, and I saw her switching st stances and landing that left, and I've never seen her do that before. And that spinning, that right yeah. kick to the body was landing yeah. every, time every time also. And, and then, then you'd see the opponent get it, and she right. threw a couple and of then, And then she'd stay were. orthodox, yeah. and she was doing great with the overhand, you know so what I mean? Good, so she yeah. overhands, and she just really, uh, she fought her, period. That's it, you know, and that's the only and, thing you can do. And and when you see Jenny mad, she got mad a couple of times. When well, you see Jenny mad, I don't want to be on the other side of that. She does have staples in the head. Yeah. So. Longer the fuse, the bigger the bag. Yeah. I've always yeah. said that. And she's got a long fuse because she's highly patient. But, um, you know, it exploded in the in the, in the the ring and quite well. But again, let me, let, let's just shift gears for a minute, too. I want to congratulate you, Steve, on yeah. free advice. Right. we got to talk about free that advice, because I think it's man. huge, man. And I really thought that thing went by the wayside until I saw it. It did, you know, in this in, in the industry, in the movie industry, what I'm learning is that, um, especially protecting my story, uh, and and I guess brand, if you could say, but protecting it, I I got to put their feet to the fire a little bit, man. But it finally uh, it got edited the way that it should have been and, and put into these film festivals and it's a good story man and it's it's so far one film festival and it and it won it's so ray longo you yeah. congratulations yeah. to you who yeah. are now in another award women winning uh, uh movie well we don't know if it's an oh yeah for that one yeah definitely yeah. which is yeah. good I don't, I don't know what the first one was but there's uh, a lot <laughs> beyond here award winning. is there anything I thought you were in more, Dog so. fool? I don't know. <laughs> um, but Love, Lies, and Larceny is screening Soon. at the L.A. Film Festival August 1st. So I think the festival opens up July 27th, but uh, August 1st is the screening. So that's right. big stuff. You going out there? Are you going to do the red I'll carpet? I'll figure it out by Monday. I told them I'll, I'll see. I'm just trying to figure out what the schedule is because now things are starting to roll. You know, it's it's big, man. It's yeah. big. The, this the free advice movies just starting in the film festival circuit. When's I'll that? get the schedule of, right, of yeah, what and right. where, and they've got L.A. and Europe. I don't know how many cool. I'll get to, but I'm sure the the production team will get to some of the director. And you know, that yeah. that's big for them. It's big for them yeah, because yeah, yeah. they put together a movie that's winning awards. For me, it's cool because the movie's about me, 
And so I think that's pretty cool, but yeah, um, it's been it's been a couple of years. We filmed that a couple of years ago now, yeah, isn't so that that's crazy. crazy. I'm, uh, that's the pizza and scotch version of me. So, <laughs> so it's a, so even seeing that on a huge screen is like, dude, why is your face so big? You know, that's a bizarre combo of which I've done a lot. Yeah, of, beer and scotch, scotch, man, I was killing pizza it. Pizza and scotch, all right. Uh, that was that was it, man. But, but thanks. But very exciting stuff. That's it's great. huge, man. It, it's yeah. huge, and it's it's a good for me to to be corny for a second. It's good for uh, uh, for for people to see a story, to see a true story of of a, of a veteran who this is how I that is how I spent my time for almost twenty years and still do it now. I, I do it a little differently now because I'm a little more recognizable, um, so I'll actually put make a game out of it. But um, I, I was originally approached to do a series, uh, and and they wanted to do a kind of Doctor Steve kind of series and. And really wanted to play out things how it never happens this way. It, it's right, not right, the way right. they wanted to, to to make it fake, and I I wasn't interested in it. And I told them, you know, I'm not that interesting of a guy as as far as fun goes, as far as TV goes. And when I told them what I do to pass time because I traveled so much, uh, that I always found it interesting being a behaviorist that that people would pay a fortune to come see and, and you could fill these places for them to come see you speak and they'd wait online and take a picture of me right that's ridiculous yeah. but if i went down the street with my hat on and my american veteran shirt on and just sat on the street with a sign that said free advice those same people would walk past me mm -hmm. tell me to get a job some oddly racist tell me to go back to mexico i'm from port <laughs> i'm from port washington <laughs> long island and so I found that so fascinating, those, and the producers thought that that was also fascinating. So they followed me around for for a month or so, and and watched me do it. And and every now and then, someone stops, fight shape, and they're like, "Oh, bro." So my wife, blah blah blah, and they'll talk to me. And to this day, almost twenty years of doing this, to this day, people all over the world think they got great advice from a homeless dude in a park right, or from yeah, a homeless funny. dude in the street. I never let them off the hook. And every now and then they'll be like, dude, you, you, that's good, man. You should do this for a living. <laughs> that's great. I'll consider it. I'll yeah. consider it. Really so, cool, man. Great thanks, story. man. So I'm hopefully that'll happy. land somewhere good. Nice. Uh, you know. So can we expect you to see Tony Robbins in a hoodie somewhere? Sitting I highly LA? doubt it. Tony <laughs> Robbins is to business what Ralph Macchio is to karate. So yeah. I, 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 about time I, somebody I said that. I highly doubt that. But, all right. All right. But, but it's, uh, it is... Um, it is. It's, it's. It's an honor, and I hope that uh, the rest of my brothers and sisters who serve to see this, and and that everyone who has this, uh, what they don't know is how cool it is that since I've been doing this for so long, how often I've done it with some of my higher profile friends. So people might be walking past a, a veteran who's who's uh, holding a free advice sign, and and his homeless buddy who's next to him playing the guitar, and they just walk past me and Brad Paisley. They don't know. They don't know it. So some of my friends have jumped in on this, and, and so it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. It'll so be interesting it, it to see how it... kind of reminds me, ever read any of those Carlos Castaneda books? Yeah, yeah Like, sure. you're that spiritual guy that just comes, he's sitting in the park one day, and, and you know, and I'll never forget, man, I was, I don't know where the hell I was, maybe Florida, but I get in the cab, and I go, geez, I think I met my Don, whatever that guy's name was in the book, not Coyote, but Don something, or Yaki was a... Right spiritual Indian guy, and he said something to me. I mean, he was just a cab driver. I forget where he was from, but uh, he said, I'd rather be a starving dog roaming free than a fat dog on a chain. Hmm. I don't know what the conversation was, but I go, wow, that's, I, I mean, I'm just like, 
I'm blown away by this guy. Mm. And everything he said was like on the money. And then I got out of the cab and he just disappeared. You know, but yeah, sure. I'd never see that guy again. He might never even existed, right. Tony. That guy, <laughs> I might have had a dream about I do that. love that quote. But be. that quote is good. It's been yeah. one of my favorite quotes that I write down yeah. a lot. And, you know, some people that want to, you know, do certain things. That's what yeah. I come up with. I go do it. I'd rather be a starving dog. Because people want to control you. That's the well, first thing. And that's exactly it. And that's what makes me feel good about this movie. And, and what I was, I wish I could say it was out of altruism of some sort. It doesn't. It was really more out of boredom than anything else. And, and, and what I hope around the world, and I think that is what around the world, is that as you're telling the story about this cab driver, someone's telling the story yeah, yeah. about this homeless this dude guy, they yeah. met at the park. And, and they didn't realize that, that an hour and a half before, 3,000 people paid a fortune to see yeah. him do it in, in, in Vegas. Mm. And so it's, uh, it's uh, hopefully the movie does well, and, and, uh, and it'll bring on some other good things. Very, I would very love to exciting. That. Thank you, brother. Really, Thank congratulations. You for being in it. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm Thank excited. you for being in it. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. Yeah, man. The audience, <laughs> <laughs> the audience will be back from Ireland. At the and end one of will this be back week. next week. <laughs> that was it. Fight shape. Buddy. Yes. We need to know supplements. We need to know I need your supplement help. I take no supplements. 43 years old. And I've been training jujitsu like crazy. Mm -hmm. Hitting mitts with Jenny, the champ, Nadell. And, uh, and I, I think I need I need I've been competing well, a little bit. Yeah, you have, to, and you're banging it up I a little need bit. To now, add a little bit. I'm a proponent of supplementation at at it that at high volume training. Um, you know, a lot of people would tell you you can you can get everything you need from just a, a healthy, balanced diet. I don't know. I don't know if that's correct. And I I, first of all, you got to eat a lot buddy. of food I need a little in order something, to do something. that. Yeah, just just to give you an idea. Something cool regarding supplementation. This is one particular method of uh, maybe support for it. When they compare and contrasted four different uh, dietary protocols, some very healthy, like a Bob Green diet. I think that was Oprah, but it was all vegetables and protein. The Zone diet, the Atkins diet, which of course isn't well balanced. Uh, it's bet more well balanced today. And um, the Dash diet. That's a diet against hypertension, right? And what they did is they took those diets. And they, they looked at it and said, what do you need to get 100%? How many calories do you need of any one diet or even a healthy diet to get 100% of every vitamin mineral you need on a daily basis? So anybody want to take a guess on how many calories it was on any one of those diets? So about how many calories a day? Now, you don't need to meet 100% of every nutrient daily, right? right? You don't. But you don't want to get in deficit. This sure. is why supplementation can be ad can be advantageous. But anyway, uh, anybody want to five, throw out a number? Five thousand. That's a good number to guess at. Yeah, the lowest number was twenty-seven thousand calories shit. of good food to hit it. Now, and that's <laughs> just DRDA slash DRI, which is to prevent subclinical deficiency. That's not even to optimize performance. Now, for health, okay, well balanced diet, fine. But that well balanced diet better be. 12 to 15 fruits and vegetables every day, okay? You better get a lot of it. So when they say well-balanced, it ain't happening with two or three servings, in my opinion. So my point to that is, Stephen, supplementation is worthy of consideration. I think the protein can be, your protein can be established by, you know, I do, I'm an advocate of a gram per pound of lean tissue. You don't have to have a whey protein as an example, but let me say this, if you're on the go and you don't have time to eat, that's where supplements work. Okay, supplements are really good. So whey protein for the athlete, I'm an advocate of. There's been 25 now, in my opinion, 30 years of people trying to prove that creatine is bad for you. 
Um, it hasn't been very successful, not a dosing of two to five grams on a daily basis. They're using it in a host of therapeutic categories. I don't know if it's efficacy across the board yet, but nevertheless, it's long-term implications on increasing cross-sectional area, strength, and volumizing muscle cells are good. So creatine can be a supplement, okay? And everybody responds differently in weight, but at, at two grams a day, three grams a day, you won't put anything on. Beta alanine, in my opinion, fighter's gold. Um, that's a supplement in which helps buffer the muscle locally. So if you're, as an example, punching the heavy bag 300 times, um, the acid changes or the pH changes locally at the muscle level, at the myoneural junction and inside the muscle. So what all that means is as that acid changes and the pH changes, the muscle fails to contract effectively. What beta alanine can do is help buffer muscle pH in short. So that in, in essence, let's say it like this, you're losing a round in a boxing match, uh, maybe it gives you the last 10 to 15 punches with 20 seconds left and you, you steal the round. It brackets the bridge. Exactly. And, and of course, multi, I'm an advocate of fish oil, and that's the initial framework. We should do a thing, you and I, where, where and maybe, Steph, we could even do this on the MMA uh, and Beyond page or whatever, where I'm starting at zero. Mm -hmm. The only supplement I have now is coffee. Right. And so starting at zero at my age and see and see what does what. Yeah, I, I mean, it, we can do that. And, and remember the old quote, a poor diet supplemented is a poor diet. Right. right. Period. But that's I, I the like the line. I like the on the go because it'll help you from reaching for a candy bar. I think. Well, that's, that's yeah, it. yeah. That, right. that's well, I think I keep yeah. a pretty disciplined diet. A you do. Good you workout. Do. But I just I, I feel like uh, the more I'm competing and, and I'm, well, I'm dropping too much weight. I weighed in. I did a jujitsu tournament this weekend. I came in at one seventy three. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm in 181. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's my point. In this case, you know, maybe a little whey protein. I didn't what, watch what I what ate. Is, yeah. I, I stayed on my regular diet. I didn't change anything. I didn't try and suck because weight. I lost you, 10 you, pounds. You've though. metabolically corrected yourself now. That's the issue. I put the 170s on yeah. notice in the jujitsu world for sure. Again, Strangling, but dude. That's the closing yeah. on supplements. A lot of people, you know, hey, it's they almost come in handy, the closing man. on supplements if yes. we didn't have an amazing <laughs> sponsor on it. There oh. we go. On it. Who has everything we just talked about. MMA and beyond. Everything we just discussed. Our promo code is MMA Beyond. On it is the health and fitness juggernaut dedicated to delivering total human optimization to its vast customer base of athletes, thinkers, fitness gurus, and entertainers. Through a wide array of products and supplements, On it combines cutting edge science, earth grown nutrients, and time tested strategies to help people reach peak performance. People like me fight shape. Yeah. Whether you are climbing mountains or biking down them, building businesses or closing sales, chasing personal records in the weight room, or running a marathon, On it is the brand you want in your back pocket. As one of the fastest growing health and fitness companies in the world, Onnit refuses to bring anything but the very best to the market, whether it's energy bars, protein shakes, creatine, or their flagship product, Alpha Brain. On its diverse lineup of products and supplements are backed by science and research, and me and you, Fight Shape, will put that to the test. Absolutely. For those of you, we can know that you will save, is it 10%? 10%. If you use promo code MMA Beyond, that's promo code MMA Beyond. You're buying on it anyway. Might as well hook us up. It helps us keep this show going. Also gives you a 10% discount. Onit.com, MMA Beyond. That's promo code MMA Beyond. So, you know, hey, uh, God, what do you want? Ban Substance Control Group. Approved. You know, you're very important. Got it, everybody. Huge. 
PSCG, very important. On it is. Okay. What does that mean? That, that means that, that tested to make sure there's uh, no byproducts no, or banned substances. Third, third party. Yes, that's right. Independently tested. Yep. Banned substance control. BSCG, everybody. Yes, Tony, Miguel. I got a question for you because you know MT Resig. That is my. That is yes, correct. That I, is I, I, I'm speaking. This is kind of topic. This is well. This kind of I'll probably segue into. Oh, it. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll probably gentle, I'll segue. Yeah. Gentle, well, no, I'm not going. I'm not going to beat anyone over the head with that. But and you look sharp today. And I do. I feel sharp. I really like that color on you. Thank you. This is a nice color. I do. Whenever you go golfing before the show, you look great. You look sharp. It's like therapy for you. It is. I heard you're pretty good at golf. Yeah, he looks like a British Open winner. Yeah. You. Francesco Alamari, uh, right. Molinari, nice Italian guy. Nice. Um, I see. You know, you you're obviously your forte is is the, the science and training and and you're diet. talking about fight shape region. I'm about my, yes, I apologize. Um, and I and I noticed. I went to uh, the Lizards game, right? That's the professional mm-hmm. lacrosse, right? Lacrosse. And right. I'm watching these kids play. And now these kids are all out of out of college, but they're all a lot bigger and a lot stronger. And the ball moves. And the game has just kind of developed. From when I played, it's just a different game. Correct. Okay? Yeah. Which seems to be pretty much all Consistent, the sports right, across yeah. across the board. So the, the question I was thinking of as I was sitting there the, the next day having a catch with my youngest guy is, you know, these kids are becoming fantastic athletes at, as, at younger ages. They're mm-hmm. developing more. And they have these uh, workout regimens. And they mm-hmm. have these diets. And, and the question that came to me was, if your son was 17 or your daughter was 17 Hold years Hold on. Is this Mike has a topic? This Mike has a topic. It's my okay. segue. Wow. All right. All right. That was so beautiful. So here's the topic. It, it moved right the question. No, that was poetic. Hit the question. Gorgeous. You were brilliant. Thank yes. You. And beautiful. Handsome. Your child is 17 years old, and he is one of those rare, gifted boys or girls and gets, gets drafted mm-hmm. by a professional sport, whatever it is. Okay. Do you let that child... Go, excellent question. And not go to excellent. college. Deep. Wait, deep. I not go, go to college. I go with not 100%, go to college. One hundred percent yes, because not go to college forever. No, you can go to college when you're done. Great. Venture this. Yep. You have this opportunity right now. I know fifty year olds going back to college, mm-hmm. so you can I'm venture this <laughs> right now. So let your kid experience this. See what this is for them. See mm-hmm. what opportunities this may open for them. It might be a tremendous success. It might be a horrible failure. Either way, college is never leaving. No. Okay, what are your thoughts? Um, I, I like that. I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. It's an opportunity that, that look, I'm a big sport advocate. It, because for me, all the lessons have been wonderful. They've been positive. So I am, I am letting the education delivery mediums today are accessible all over the world. So in better words, if, if your son or daughter has that opportunity and three years later they don't make it, they can go back to school. If they do make it, they can go back to school. Yeah. Right. They can do United States Sports Academy. has away. online programs specifically for professional football players to make sure wow. when they're done playing football that they can, they can have an education. So Mike, I'm going with it. I will tell you this though. I will, I will say that if it's a heavy duty contact sport, I'm gonna be nervous. Mm. I would have, I would say yes, but certainly that doesn't mean that, I'm going to. That would be different gl- than going to college. It would right. just be more the heavy duty contact sport. Right. right. You know, yeah. Just, I mean, if my son's going to play, you know, yeah. uh, football in, 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 I'd be nervous. Let's, let's but, 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 tennis, but if it's a tennis thing. Oh, go. And, and you've yeah. made an educated, sure. you know, uh, analysis that this kid's going to be good, then I'd definitely follow what yeah. you're good at. You know, you're not, because I'll tell you, that would be something he would regret. If you didn't let him do it, then you would never know. I mean, 
the education thing is like Steve says, I man, you could always go back to school. Plus, today, I mean, how many people are coming out educated that can't get a job, which sucks. So I say because they don't have a cool story. I, yeah, imagine I say play to your strengths, and you know, if that's what you want to do. In that HR interview, imagine sitting there. Oh, well, it seems that you took seven years to yeah, get your bachelor's. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's because I tried professional sports for three years. Yeah. No one's gonna be like, oh yeah, bye. Exactly. It's, exactly. it's only ads. No, yeah. I'm an academic by nature, and I would definitely let my ch my child go for it because that opportunity is once in a lifetime providing it's the child's decision and they really want it and it's not a parental decision that right. they've that's, been that's pushed into that you, sport the kid will regret it because, and he'll resent yeah, you yeah. stop him or right whatever. my concern is more the maturity and i don't know whether or not 17 year olds uh i remember when i was a seven i remember when i was 25 year old the maturity level of that kind of money being out on their own. Yeah. That's, that's I was going to, you know, but yeah. that's my, yeah. that's, that's my question. Issue, but yeah. we didn't get there yet. We just with said, college, at least I, well, that's my thing. Yeah. At least with college, you know, they're going into a structured environment. They may play a sport and they're, if they're going to be playing professional, you know, they get drafted, they're going to be getting a scholarship, but at least they have those four years, I think to mature. Mm -hmm. And the concern I have is that there's so much money that's being thrown and the endorsements and the older players who are not 17 year, years old who have, you know, been in the league and are going out and are doing adult things. And now you throw in my 17 year old kid there who came from, you know, Long Island, New York, who all of a sudden is worth a $50 million. Right, it's a, yeah. I think that that so that's to a, me that's is a, a, a the big fundamental. Concern. Of concern whether you're making decisions based on fear right, or not, right, okay. and so that's a great concern because that's that's are you angling it where your kid, yeah, your kid, so suddenly like any adult, I don't know a fifty year old who can suddenly come across x ten times what they're used to, a hundred times what they're used to, and handle it well, but it's a uh, for me, it's it would be a different angle. I'd say yes. Imagine the seventeen year old now has a million dollars, and they're going right. to handle it like a seventeen year old handles a million dollars. I would rather negotiate, navigate, and quell and deal with the ramifications of that, which I can deal with. With the monetary. Monetarily? Then, then taking the gamble of letting them do four years and then not have that opportunity. Yeah, I got you. You can't remedy that. Right. You can't remedy something you missed you, you, that is inconsolable. You know, regret for things you've done, you can deal with. Regret for things you didn't do is inconsolable. I would look at it that way. But interesting, you're talking yeah, no, about. Great, I, would, I think it would just be. A, it would. It would just. I don't know if kids. I mean, I, 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 and I also think, whether you're 17, 30, or 50, if your baseline personality is abusive like that, or point, you know, yeah, I think you're screwed either way. You right. know? But the, if you're not, because some you know, kids I, I, I go. Great, I go right? back to the oxycontin thing. The oxycontin is a great drug. You need it. But if you have an addictive personality, you're not you're not surviving that. It's thirty to fifty year olds that win the lottery. Yeah, it's thirty to fifty year olds that are miserable from winning the lottery. I mean, I think there's certain people. But we'd like to try it. Just like to try it. Please, please, God, let me show you that lottery wouldn't change. Look, I don't know if it's true, but I'd like to think if I had ten million dropped on me tomorrow, I'm I'm not changing. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like I'm doing everything I want to do. I don't know. I maybe I'll donate it or. Help somebody who's underprivileged. Maybe I don't know, but it's not. 
I'm not going to start drinking and snorting coke and going crab me. I, I just think that ship has sailed, and that's yeah. that's it. But if you're an addictive person, you know, if that's in you, auction to the gym with this big puffy yeah. coat. Yeah, yeah. If that's yeah, I see that's not happening. Yeah, I think I have all. I think I have all. A stick pin. But you know what I mean. I think if it's in your pathology, I don't think there's anything you could do about it. Great point. You're on your way there anyway, right? But at 17, do you even know what's in you? Yeah, well, I think you do. At 17, I signed up for the military. Yeah, I mean, you know, there are kids come up, Derek Cheaters and Aaron Judges. He wasn't 17, but he's. Came Pretty up 22, close. 23. And, no, I know and LeBron James did great. Right, and, right. And Kobe. Yeah. And, you know, I almost want to believe kids, that's almost like, that's from you, from that. Great point. I'm sure there was a point yeah. they were like, oh, I wish I could just be a regular kid. Yeah, yeah, no. Because, look, I see yeah. it with the fighting. You know what I mean? So some guys are going to go right through. I think Matt's a perfect example. He just... You're not changing that guy. I don't give a crap how much money you give him. You can't tell if he's a millionaire no, or a thousand. No, exactly. Because you, you're right. No, right. But I'm, there's I'm, other people that are going to go off. They're going to go off the rails. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but it right, has what nothing. is it for, for a fighter? Right. What is what is that sweet spot that you should be coming into? Let's just say it's mixed martial arts. That that you know, if you're coming in at 28, is that are you too are you too old to be coming into the sport or, or coming into the sport? coming into the sport in terms I would of professionally? Say that's really old. So yeah. what what is the age you that if you had a guy that had that potential that you would want to get? Yeah, him? I think you got to be rolling by, and I'm I'm being lenient with this, but I think you got to be rolling by 22, 23, like all these young guys in the gym. Let them get a couple amateur fights, not a couple, but let them uh, make their bones in the amateurs, and you know. Uh, find out what they're good at, what they're bad at, how to make the corrections. And then by the time they're 24, 25, they already got a couple. You could have six fights in the UFC by that mm. point. And then but is, then is 17, 18 too young? Well, it, I beyond think it's too— Beyond the physicality. Too, I think because there's so many disciplines involved, beyond the physicality, no, it's definitely not too young. Okay. No, because I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you my belief is that whether you're 17 or 30, if you're a fucking idiot, you're an idiot. I don't think, I think that's where I'm coming from. Yeah, right. You know, it's already set. I don't think it has nothing, you know, I really, I, I believe that it's, it's already set. If you're a jackass, it's, you're a jackass. You're a jackass. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to mention it. 17, look, 17 is, you're, you're up there at this point. You know what I mean? Like, you, you could be drafted, you know, so how does that guy I, react I, in the military? I, I signed I mean, up I don't know, you're, you're you can't treat the guy like a baby. You know, when right. I was growing up, I mean, 18 was the drinking age. They kept raising that. They didn't raise the draft age, though, you know, because... eighteen Three months into being 18, I was jumping out of an airplane with a yeah, machine right. gun. So, I mean, you right. can't... I know, I get, I get that, 18. but that's... The Army is a little bit of a different animal than getting $100 million and you're on... But there's, know, I'm just saying, right. there's guys that get dishonorably discharged out of the army at Fair 18 yeah. because yeah. a lot of people don't make it through are. training. Right. Yeah. yeah, you know yeah. That, that's. I'm telling you, I'm I, think my, my, I get what you're saying. My, I get what you're saying. My observation of being around for a long time, that's what it is. I mean, it is what it is. Some guys are just going to be inclined to go Abuse off the rails, and some yeah. guys, okay. like again, I like going back to Matt because I, he's just grateful for everything. The guy's just having a great time. You're not. I don't think you're changing the guy at this point. I remember even we had that conversation, me and him, like probably about a year ago. Like, I mean, I guess if we haven't changed at this point, what the hell is <laughs> going to change us? I mean, I, I don't know. Now, you would know? John Bones Jones be a different than a different type yeah. of? Well, I think he's already proven who he right, is. Right, right, right. I mean, and, that's and what I'm saying. And if you go back, people will say, you know, there, there's. Listen, sure there's, there's guys that, that are back. coming out of the woodwork yeah. that. 
that guy was a was a train wreck when he was up in Cortland. I mean, so this isn't something that you right. think money changed that guy. That guy was a was an ass from the day, it, day it's one. It's like when people and get I, and drunk that's re- and they get just, drunk and they act a certain way and they say, oh, "I don't know why I was drunk." No, 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 you're that. Yeah. So you're drunk a lot. He doesn't like those stories it. coming out up in Cortland because he had nothing at that point. And he was doing the same shit. Yeah. So and that was when he was 17, 18 years old. I mean, it is it is what it is at that point and. And that's a guy who I believe does come from a good family that's religious and tries to do the right thing. It's just well, his brothers you're are not, cha- you're not changing well? anybody. I don't I think, think you're changing anybody. One's a football player, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Could, like there's degrees and you could keep You have them. a predisposition to a certain behavior. Like, I've had guys, I've had fighters that you could control a little bit and guide, but once they're done, they just go off the rails again, mm. you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm it, saying Luke's that guy, you know. We kind of had him under wraps. I think Tyson was that guy. I think when Customato was around and uh, Caton and Jacobs, they had that guy. That guy, It wasn't like he was right. good when they were around. They just knew how to control the press right. and hide everything. And right, he right. was what he was, you know what I mean? When he lost those guys, he lost a lot of connections. Mm. And they just started to get highlighted right. when he would crash right. his bends or yeah. crash his... Bentley, <laughs> yeah. nobody was there to call Newsday and go. Well, you got to keep it out of there. You see yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so, yeah. Great. Yep. It, you know, like, but that's what that's what it'll appear to be is that when he lost those guys and Don King came in. Now Don King probably threw wooden to the fire. It didn't help. Yeah, it didn't sure. help. But but, but you can't blame Don King. Yeah. He was there. But if you had to yes. pick the worst guy for him to go to at that <laughs> point, <laughs> that was him. You know, and yeah. sometimes you know, I think even with like. Uh, Customato, I don't think he want. I think he wanted to do the right thing. So sometimes that keeps you in check a little bit. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I heard horror stories when everybody was around. So yeah, that was it. Mike has a topic. Mike went over big tonight. And I want to thank you all. And and what a transition! Just it was eloquent. Very smooth. Thank you. Very smooth. (laughs) Very smooth, sir. I want. I want to to thank everyone who writes in. We get so many messages now. We try to get to as many as we can. MMAandbeyond.com. You could also reach us through our social media. Uh, Ray Longo MMA, Steve Maraboli, Fight Shape, Ricci, MT Rasig. Uh, we're pretty findable, fellas. MMAandbeyond.com has all of our contact info. You can re- message us through there. And uh, Steph and Chris look through those, and they'll add your questions and comments to our sheets here, and we'll get to as many as, as possible. I, I want to get to one from McKenna. McKenna writes, Hi, my question is for Ray. I just learned that Connor tore his ACL prior to his fight with Mendez, but nobody knew besides his team. Have you ever let one of your guys out uh, to fight with an injury, and how do you decide? That's a great uh, question. That is, yeah, that is a good question. question. Yeah, very good. Because I'm sure there's levels to that, right? Yeah, very good question, McKenna. And, yeah, I've, I have let my guys fight with an injury, but uh, it's all dependent on the guy and what the injury is and you know what his other strengths are and who he's fighting. So there's a lot of things that go into – um, go into that that decision, uh, but yeah, but some guys have fought with some pretty bad injuries. I mean, I'll, I'll just go back to one Matt years ago fought Kelly Delante, tore his bicep right off the off the bone. His his bicep shriveled up in sparring three weeks before the fight, and he he hit this guy with an overhand right. I seen his bicep go up, and the first thing he said was, "You're not pulling me out of the fight." You know, wow. so yeah, so he fought. But he, that was his only submission in the UFC. And so let's get this fight to the floor quick. And that's what he did. He went across the ring, took the guy down, and tried to So what's the, what's the thought process behind that? Is that a, a Matt Serra that needed that fight because he needed that money? And so you're not. No, that was a guy that, that assumed 
that was being culpable and assumed the responsibility of the injury, and okay. he wanted to fight, but it wasn't a desperate fight, and he's never backed that. The only fight he ever backed out of was against that Hughes fight, and he couldn't walk. He, he, wow. he blew out uh, of his lower back that time, and he had a herniate, two herniates. Always oh, curious about that mindset, you know, Dr. But yeah, Sherry, no, no, but I could tell you, like, that night, I remember that, like, it was yesterday, he was fighting, and... I mean, Iaquinta, when he fought Diego Sanchez, didn't spar one round for that. But I knew Al, you know, I just, I, it was a calculated guess. And I think if Diego would have wrestled him that fight, it would have been a problem. But I, I just figured Diego would stand up in Al's. And he did. And he's got that, he you, know, you know, Al's a sharpshooter and he's it's accurate. And, you know, I, 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 that was the least of my problems with somebody trying to outbox Al, you know, so. Even with no sparring, he's got so much flight time in in the ring, and I know him like a book at this point, so I'd let him do that. But, you know, even if you look at that fight after the fight, you see us laughing in the ring like, what the fuck just happened? Like, we, <laughs> this was insanity to its max. But I go, yeah, it's not even tell anybody, you know, like what the hell happened. But, yeah, no, not one, one lick of sparring for that. But it, it had to be – just the right thing and the guy's mind you got to look you got to talk to the guy too and see where he's at right. you know there's some guys you know weidman a hundred times you know but one time he had a he didn't even know he had a broken foot yeah, it was misdiagnosed was and they said look it won't get worse you know but then when he went back after the fight because it wasn't getting better they said no no this was actually broke so if he would have known that before the fight he would have been out of the fight so yeah. Wow. We went by the, the doctor that time who said, look, it's not going to get worse. You just deal with it, and it's going to suck. But that's it. Certainly really painful wanna... enough to no, I was just going to say, there's, there's always that risk-benefit ratio. So when they, when they come to you and you know an injury is there or chronic or like when Matt tore his bicep, he loses 20% of function. But you can get around that. It's not life-threatening. It's not going to overall hurt his, his career longevity. And those are the things that I look at when I'm you know, counseling. Hmm. Yeah, Luke, I'm going to tell you another one. I'll just keep going, oh, McKenna. great. McKenna's. But Luke one time had a – what was that separation in his shoulder, Doc? Grade what? Luke, the time when he fought uh, in the finale. I remember – I remember – yeah, the, the Ultimate the Fighter finale? Yeah, the Ultimate Fighter finale. I remember the countdown coming down, and I had to stop because I think we threw every possible combination <laughs> on one side. I go, look, if we keep doing this – they're going to see you haven't even lifted your arm up. I mean, I maneuvered that whole thing just to make it look like he was doing something, but he couldn't even, you know, move his arm. But, you know, we by the time the fight came around and the adrenaline, he, you know, he was pretty good, I think. But by, I could tell you the countdown a month before that or three months before, three <laughs> weeks or a month, whatever it was, it, it was getting like we had to stop and not tell anybody. Right, and, yeah. you know, that's the other thing. You so know, you think that's a pretty high percentage of gyms doing this I, I kind think, of same yeah, thing? I think, it's yes. like, oh, let's, let's I'm gonna say keep yes. this countdown no short. Question. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. They ha I mean, in essence, you know, to, it, depending on the extent, but you don't have an option. Very rarely you're going to go in there feeling great. I mean, things are going right. to be broken. Things yeah. are going to be bruised. And it's part of the sport. It's a, it, but part of all sports, really. You play hurt. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, because you, you play golf hurt, don't you? You can play golf hurt. I played lacrosse. I mean, I, you know, I had torn hip flexors. You yeah. played. I mean, that was just it. Right. Repet know? That rep repetitive stress and high volume takes a toll on the human body. I, that's it. And and, But, uh, you know, if there are extents where their performance is going to be hindered, and I think Dr. Sherry makes the most important point, that if your long-term performance is going to be jeopardized or held, then that injury is too significant. But otherwise... 
man, there's a lot of things you man, they manipulate through. Everybody does. Right, you got we got fighters. We got fighters. We got Marab. Marab fighting in Moscow. Woo. What? That's crazy. I'm very I'm looking forward to that. I mean, that guy went off the rails in Jersey. You know how crazy he's going to be in Russia? You going out to the fight? Yeah. Great. You know, so. <laughs> Ray Longo in Moscow. I'll be, I'll be wearing one of those Khabib hats. Please wear one of those. <laughs> yeah. Walk around like Please. that. I'm going to embrace the culture. Who else there. is on the card? I have Do no idea. If you wear a Khabib hat and learn how to say, I want you to punch a hole through his fucking chest in Russian, we break the internet. We're going to yeah, do it. It would break cool. the internet. We're going to do it. It's yeah. not going to be that easy for sure. I mean, a, a language that has words with six, con six consonants in a row <laughs> yeah. is not going to flow very easy, but we could do, like do it. We could do it. That's from Marab, man. You want guys like Marab to... Uh, uh, just to, to to get those opportunities, guy works really hard. I know Aljo's got another fight coming uh, uh, coming up as well. Yeah. He's uh, September, right? September eighth, the week before Marab. Yeah, so good. Be an exciting August in the gym, and then we roll into some fights and traveling. It's going to be big stuff. Right. I th I think that at this point, I mean Aljo. I don't know what else he has to do. I mean I I think at this point he wins this convincingly. He does well in this. Yeah. How do you ignore this guy? Uh, look, I think he started to show something in the last fight. Yeah, but definitely. Again, a guy with all the talent in the world. All the talent in the world. And he's going to have his moment where I think everything completely snaps together. And I think with him, it's going to be mindset. And just as soon get, as he feels it snapped I together, think he's going to be a major everyone problem. Everyone get out of the yeah, way. Yeah. I think he's that good. Right. As soon as he feels like he's clicked, yeah, that's when that's when he becomes that that uh, that tremendous. And look problem. at him, I mean, and he's already, you know, look, he's already shown step one. He came back from a pretty devastating knockout, and he went in there with a tough yeah. guy, and he stood in front of him and stayed in the pocket point, more. Yep, yeah, so did. I mean, that was. Uh, I I just want to see him build off of that momentum and and just keep going. You know, he's been having he's been looking really good in the gym, so. That's always the first sign. His body does things that other bodies just can't do. Yeah. No, <laughs> you know, he's, he's good. From a mobility really perspective and, and strength to mass, he's impressive. The dude looks amazing. He works really hard. Marab, I, I feel like you've got a great group of young guys there. Nah, it's, it's just fun. Just it's a, a really... I think it's a bunch of grateful guys, which I think guys is in more the UFC yeah. and who are going to be in the UFC. Yeah. I think bizarre. and they're fighting. Every you know we've everybody's fighting, man. You know which is important. Like nobody's playing it safe. They're they're going in there. Even Suzaki had a great win. I'm really happy yeah, for him in Singapore. Suzaki uh, looks good. He brings an energy to the gym, huh? Fight shape. I, I think it's fantastic. Um, he right in besides oh, bowing and everything. He positive. Brings, he brings that Japanese smiling, culture. Well, that's the wonderful thing that I love. Like, uh, Oka is the, you know, uh, the less traditional, right? Or we're less yeah. formal than we used to the, the older cultures of my age of Japan. But simultaneously, the characteristics and attributes from that culture still persist when it comes to training and athletic performance yeah, and, yeah. and fighting and dedication and uh, very methodical. Everything that needs to be done. This is what I love about Japanese athletes. They are sticklers for technique and fundamentals and doing things right. And uh, Japanese baseball is the perfect example, by the way. I can't watch American baseball anymore because the Japanese put it to shame. Yeah. They do everything correct. And, uh, but, but really, the, hmm. what he adds there is an element 
and, and an approach to training in a, in a methodical approach and a discipline level that, that most MMA and law fighters have already, law MMA fighters have. But I think it, it's a nice mix and uh, brings out a really good, something different for our fighters to yeah. see. On and, how I, and I got to tell you, man, we don't want to most impressed with him being from Japan, his sense of humor. Well, that's his sense. I just, I'm, formal, I'm like, right? I'm blown away by that. Yeah. Like, you know, he gets my stupidity, which is like, <laughs> I, you know, he's really a funny kid, man. He is. He really, that's what makes him special to me. Is like, we're not even speaking to each other, but we're almost mimicking, and he gets it. That he gets, I think, more than some of the concept of, of fighting. Yeah. He gets the sense of humor, like, really good. Well, you guys definitely connect. I saw him hitting uh, hitting pads with you in the octagon the other day, and uh, while I was doing my ab workout fight shape, I downloaded an ab app. Yeah, Can't I saw that fight shape app. doesn't have an ab app. Well, I don't have one because they're not necessary, but <laughs> nevertheless, um, you continue. I'll, I'll you see, it could have been worse because I don't have one because only an idiot would <laughs> download one. Yeah. download the ad app. Thank you there, Mr. But, but to your point, that. Stephen, I think we should make one. No, <laughs> people are using them. People, people are definitely using them, and, uh, and and yeah, I was watching you work with him, and, and he, he seems to have had a translator in the corner. Is that yeah, that, that makes it easier. Yeah. And, that, and believe it or not, I go hey, back about hard, 20 man. years. That overhand, right, of that yeah, kid? You yeah. don't shoot long time, right? No, no, he could. That overhand right from that kid. He's, they haven't killer. even seen what he could do yeah, either. Yeah. But again, with him, it's going to be all confidence and building that up through the right sparring, and that's going to take time. That's not going to be a, a month or two-month deal. That's going to be minimum a year of really putting the right work in and then we'll see what he's got man he's should be a problem for anybody with his height and his reach and he's t and he's talented yeah he is you know it's not he like is. he just has reach he's got he's got all aspects of the game down you, you know what i do love uh it just from a cultural perspective too or maybe not i mean may not be cultural exclusively but i got it Oka and mizuki alone have said thank you to me more in a half hour in the time I've spent with them, <laughs> than the cumulative thanks I've ever got from I think every single fighter that I've ever trained. Wow! And yeah. I'm and and that's, that's what I meant yeah. by gratitude. The, yes, and yeah. I, gratitude. I think gratitude is gratitude I, is huge. With huge. That. I just think that's a wonderful characteristic, and maybe it is cultural, maybe it's not, maybe it's just these two individuals, but. Um, but it's appreciated, you know. It makes it really fun and exciting to work with them. And it helps, I think you have a better opportunity to advance their performance. And hopefully, whatever I do makes Ray's job more effective because that's really all my job yeah, is. Yeah. My job is not, you know, strength and conditioning is very simple. Make a better learner for Ray. That's my right. job. And I, and I think, I think the, he's, he's responding so far like other people too because they feel... I think they feel the love, you know yes. what I mean? And, yeah, absolutely. And it's, absolutely. they want to, they want to do good. Yeah, you know Tony, I mean? are exactly. they embracing, you know, the sports science? Yes. That you find that oh, yeah, culture yeah. is, you know what I mean? Without question, because I explain everything to them in great depth, really, to the translator, and I want him to make sure that I have a rationale for everything that I'm doing. And if buts, whatever the concerns are, I have to counter those concerns. If they're worried about him putting on too much muscle because he can't make weight, well, here's what we're going to do, and here's why that's not going to happen. Here's why we're doing this for Oka, 28 years of age, and here's what the biomotor abilities he requires versus Mizuki, who comes in at 23 years of age and has a different training background than Oka and less time. And so, yeah, so we give in-depth explanation. And explain who Mizuki is. To oh, I'm sorry, Mizuki, yeah, might forgive me. She's just coming over, right, from yeah. uh, from. 
Japan to join us as well. And uh, Mizuki, Fighter Mizuki on Instagram and fought for the title in Invicta, uh, on, went five rounds in which I, I watched the fight and many thought Mizuki had won that fight. But, split decision. Yes, but yeah. Young, uh, young gifted woman who is very good at all disciplines. Right. And uh, I will leave it to Ray to, you know, to ch chat a little bit about our striking skill, but I think pretty good, right? Yeah, and, so yeah. far so good. She's, yeah. uh, she's only been here a couple of weeks, but I think she's going to be a nice addition. Yeah. And she's from Japan? She is from Japan, and she fights strong. she recommended by um, your fighter now, or is it someone that came out of just another? No, 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 recommended. She just showed up like they keep trying to get people to do on the Anik and Florian podcast. Yeah, right. she just Dude, I up. love the, your segment on the Anik and Florian podcast. Shout out to John Anik and, and Kenny Florian. You could listen to Ray Longo on the Anik and Florian podcast every Monday. I listen on Mondays. Do you do it on Mondays? On Mondays, I usually yeah. Monday afternoon usually, and they uh, not only do they catch Ray Longo on video, but also always tell people to come by the gym because you're just there. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. <laughs> it, it, first off, it's true, and uh, I love those guys. They're great. It's a lot of fun. I really enjoy doing that podcast. You know, it's I do it right from the gym. I enjoy listening. Yeah, and it's funny, me, yeah. funny stuff. And they, they're really great guys. And, again, Kenny, I go back with probably 15, 18 years, too, so – it's good stuff. I'm glad to see everybody's doing good. You they're know? doing they're doing well, man, and, and, and the podcast is fantastic. So check that out, folks. If you like our podcast, you'd love the Anakin Florian podcast. Ray Longo, Bruce Lee, death anniversary, 45 years ago. Man, I remember it like it was yesterday. No kidding. Yeah, oh, yeah, without a doubt. Big Bruce Lee fan at that time. What was it, 1973, I think? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. That's right. How old was I? Like 14, probably? Uh, yeah, it was yeah, a big... Yeah, we're about six apart, right? So, yeah, so total... Total shock. I mean, the guy, because he looked like the picture of health and all of that stuff. So that was confusing to a young kid. But did man, he have, he, was it always conspiracy around his death, or did that come later? You know, you got to remember, at that time, right, there's no internet, there's no nothing. So right. if there was a conspiracy, you got to yell later. Know about it. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Like, so then you would read stuff. and But, uh, yeah, it's funny, you know, and I just realized the other day, because I saw it, that he died on my daughter's birthday. So I knew, I knew we were connected somehow, but my daughter, Deanna, Huge. happy birthday to her. But, but you yeah, trained on one of his disciples, yeah. right? Yes, a couple of them, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dan Santo, Richard Bustillo, Paul wow. Vunak, Larry Hartzell. Yeah, good, great group of guys. Uh, man, Richard's not even with us anymore. He, he was actually at my wedding, and uh, he really, uh, I, I, I really did learn a lot about a lot of things martial art wise and first thing was you know just to be open with what you would teach and always give credit to where you got something like where you received right, your info right. from but it wasn't like you know yeah, i'm going to show you one thing this month and then one thing you know they just threw everything at you they're very open uh what they trained and at the time in the 80s that was that mentality alone was crazy i mean he was bringing you know out he was bringing out thai boxing champs and you know we had kali and you know, they had the French savant national team always traveling. So they got to look at every different martial art and take the best of what they thought anyway. And I think they did a – Dan did such a great job. He – without him, people wouldn't even know what Filipino martial arts is. I really believe that. Um, and even with Thai boxing, they – you know, they, they were in tune with everything, man. Back at a time when, trust me, nobody even knew what a pair of Thai pads was. You know. It wasn't the Thai bow guy? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't him for sure. 
He's still but around, Billy? I haven't seen him. I don't him know, man. I just remember those commercials. Yeah, when you yeah. said Thai boxing, yeah, I remember Thai those commercials. But uh, definitely revolutionized martial arts and cha- really changed the way people looked at things. And really crazy. Just, we'll put uh, it on the map in the you whole know, West. For the 60s yeah. and early 70s, you have no idea how ahead of this time this guy was. I mean, now it doesn't look as good to people coming up, you know, but back then it was zero, you know. Well, you, you do you do read the reports on, on how when they did film uh, these movies, uh, some of these they had to slow down the film and actually do it in slow-mo so that you could see his kicks. If yeah. not, it was too fast, but at 30 frames per second, which is Well, if you can pull up, uh, pull up his audition for the Green, uh, Green Hornet, I mean, little, no matter what, look, this is in 1960-something. Right, right. You have to, whatever you think about He was about Cato, him, right? Just look at how fast he was, you know, back then. I mean, and that's with who knows the way the cameras were even. Right. But you'll get a, a glimpse of some raw speed. Um, yeah. And boy, it. a man of new to the importance in conditioning. Go, go to where he, he, that, he brings up uh, William Dozer, the, Dude, the guy that created shit. the Green, Green Hornet. Just fast forward to when he brings up the old guy. Yeah. And the guy reacts to a jab about 20 seconds after the guy threw it at him. It's it's actually so. No matter what you think, go, you know. So look at this poor guy. That's the creator of the Green Hornet. <laughs> That's who we're That's watching. Yeah. YouTube, the creator you of the Green Hornet, Bruce Lee. I mean, oh uh, yeah. The guy reacts long after <laughs> his hair is back. Quick, I mean. I, <laughs> No, that's fast. It's fast enough. It's going to get the I job mean, that's, done. That's, that's pretty fast. You're not blocking it. That yeah. guy's pulling his Short, head back. Short, straighten yeah, up the pipe. Bruce already's <laughs> recocked so, his hand. Just athletic, athleticism alone, uh, you know, you have to respect the guy even for back then. And again, this is the guy's in a suit. You know what right, I mean? Exactly. So, that's so crazy. Yeah. Awesome. And he's and yeah. and, and to, to be able to do that on your own in a in a place where you're not from. Yeah, and and to do it at that time and, and nervous and as hell because he's at the audition to get a movie part, which 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 was was what he wanted, you know. Forty five years, man. Yeah, forty five years. That's amazing. I think uh, he's responsible for me being in martial arts still. So that's well, you you followed that Jeet Kune Do, right? I mean, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, his, definitely. His still system. though today. So he could easily be with us, right? Look at seventy eight if. Am I right? <laughs> That's pretty quick, man. What was he, 33? Go, go he back had? again for the punches. Look at that, Tony. Just a little bit. Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, now fast, man. Oh, he come on. That's pretty. It. That's pretty. That's that, 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 it. That's I got to tell point. you, that's pretty quick, That's man. crazy. Yeah. It's, all, it's all getting the work done yeah, right yeah. there. Yeah, it's great. The guy was a freak. He was yeah. in elite condition. That's what I love about him. The guy's in a three-piece suit. Yeah. He's amazing. Again, now he'd be what? About 78 years old now, right? 70, yeah, at least 73. Because he died, how old was he, 33 when he died? I think he was. Oh, about 33. Okay, so we'd still easily, we could still easily have him with us. Imagine that. Oh, no, without a doubt. That'd be amazing, yeah. Was it an aneurysm? Yeah. It was an allergic reaction to an aspirin, maybe, or a Chinese medicine, something like that. Some sort of something, and then no endless conspiracies. (laughs) But but some sort of something. uh, Cerebral bruising. Yeah. I mean, we don't. I don't want to get into that. But you know, he was a big advocate of full contact sparring and stuff. So who the hell knows? By that time, he could have been. You know, 
That's crazy. There were some rumors on on um, Holloway with that also that. Uh, that, I hope he's all right. I don't know. What was, was the final having, conclusion with him? Um, that he that he just had concussions at, during sparring, and 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 then some people say, oh, maybe it's water poisoning because he was he was water loading, but uh, he it, wasn't. Yeah, he was, was fine with it. That. Was, I don't yeah. think that was it. I think it only was, because I know Tyler and Tyler is pretty well grounded in in his cut. I don't I don't know what it was, but I I water poisoning. I if he doesn't load that much. It's not how they're that Tyler goes about business, but so I just, I know Tyler and I just want to take him off the hook on that one. I don't know what it is, but I doubt it was that. That's for sure. I don't think it was cut related. I think it was medically related, but you know, I don't know. So I can't speak to it. Cutting's never going to, no matter how you do it, is never going to help if you're already concussed. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. yeah. So, so that could have exacerbated what That's we a great seeing. point. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you do it effectively, it's going to be horrible for you, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's so many things about fighting. When they're done properly, they're bad for you. When they're done improperly, they're horrendous well, for well, you. Well, it's an interesting thing, and, and, and Ray Longo has stepped out for a minute, so I was just about to close the show, but he and this left. is even after I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, I, I, what I do like about the jiu-jitsu system uh, that I now participate in is that you weigh in, you weigh in right before you go mm -hmm. on the mat, and uh, it keeps people from weight cutting your your going against dudes unless you're like me and sign up for a weight class 10 pounds heavier uh because i was 10 pounds heavier when i signed up right um you know you're, you're pretty much going against dudes your size and i do want to shout out uh also to the ton of Saralongo dudes that did this tournament this past weekend killing it yeah, absolutely great. doing great cool sarah guys long uh law mma guys uh the team combined we pr probably had uh, over 10 guys there Everyone getting medals, what everyone plays yeah, and just awesome. killing it. Uh, shout out to my brothers and sisters at Henzo Gracie Academy who were there also killing it. And um, and, and we mentioned kids earlier, Empty Resig. I'm not going to say his full name because he is a kid. He's 16 years old. Uh, Tyler. Tyler from the gym. Mm -hmm. You guys know Tyler from the gym. I watched Tyler go at least three or four matches into overtime after overtime after overtime. And this kid kept pulling it through, winning, pulling through, winning. I think he eventually lost uh, somewhere deep in the brackets. But so much heart, so much strength. And he would come off and just say, I, I, don't, I don't know how I can move again. And within four or five minutes, they call him back on the mat for the next match. And he went and he did it and kept going. This kid is 16 what he's going to be like at 20 if he keeps training like this, a monster. He's a wrestler too, yeah. He's a monster, yeah, man. So uh, shout out to everyone that, uh, you know, Ryan, uh, you know, Munkin, he, he did uh, his, this was his first competition at the pro level as a purple belt, and he, he took home a gold, man. Good. Sam, Sam took home two golds. I mean, just dude's just killing it man awesome. and, and and those dudes who always uh, uh step in shout out to dave Patton and pete drago cell for man. not competing not having any reason to be there other than they're just good dudes and, and they want to help the everybody yeah, supporting the team right, and uh and so shout out to dave Patton and pete cell and drago cell uh, great guy great guy and oh, empty receiving there yes. it is and i've heard go ahead that he has sent in videos about the podcast but 
for whatever reason we haven't posted shameless what happened Adam, yeah, yeah. absolutely we can shameless. see you She's holding up the cue card it's just yeah the cue card just didn't look shameless that you would, you would take advantage of a guy it's that he's like that. moving his shameless. mouth and it's your voice <laughs> that's going say, yeah i want to just say that you know I love tony Drago. ricci goes to like lincoln nebraska to talk about the uh, you know the glucose intake of a cookie it's it's on the it's on the website Ray, Ray, you know, yeah, ties his shoe. Let's get Lincoln's it out there. there. Yeah, you're right. Okay, Pete Drago Cell from Law MMA. That's Pete Drago Cell, Law MMA. The great sends Pete in Drago a nice video about Mike has a topic. And, and, and what? No one, we can't even post it. The most poor, yeah, it just, I mean, it just, the, just we, the we, quality was fine. I was here when Stephanie tried it. Yeah, when it was done. The quality's excellent. I wouldn't upload the format was, we have the format, no, we the video was, not Stephanie done and I tried with him. to upload That's the problem. We try and try and try to make him a better person, and they just, this is. I'm trying to keep this show at an hour. So let's just do something really quick, really quick, bring it back to the UFC. The next big one, UFC 227. That's a, a week from, from this Saturday. Really quick, TJ Dillashaw, Cody Garbrandt. Who you got, Fight Shape? I'm going TJ again. Okay. Ray Longo. Oh, man. Get my, hold my I picks because I was like Whoever. 15 1 last time. Yeah. I, I know I'm the worst. I just think TJ's got more tools to get the job done. Who's the guy in the Bronx tale who mush. everyone's going for the horse mush. and then he shows up? I'm that guy. Mush. Yeah, I'm mush. I'm going to pick Drawberry just for shits and giggles. All but right. shits but and I giggles. think he's, uh, yeah. I just, T, look, TJ squared away. I know he's a hard worker. I know Al trained with him. He said, I remember he told me years ago the guy's going to be a champion. But I think uh, hopefully Cody. Uh, I think he got to him the first time, but the, the the bell rang. But we should see a difference. I think he makes the adjustment. Dr. Sherry, you allowed to say? I think it's going to be, yeah, I'm not sitting at that fight. So okay. I think it's going to be a great fight. One way or the other, I'm going to have to go with Dillashaw. Nice. For all you listeners out there who... Empty Rasig. <laughs> who do we got, Mike? Just, just, just pick, pick a name. Pick a name. I just want pick to a name and, and Pick a name and then hit TJ. the automatic start in your car. Let's go. TJ Dillashaw, I think, is going to... Uh, Good call, uh, Mike. There we go. All right, I think he's going to do it as well. Demetrius Johnson, Henry Cahuto, I got DJ. I don't think yeah, anyone's beating them. I'm I like, terribly I like disappointed. Him, I like him a lot. That Could, yeah. He didn't fight TJ Dillashaw. Demetrius great wrestler, Johnson. great American wrestler. Um, but I'm going, uh, I stay with Demetrius too. Raymond? Yeah, I'm going with Demetrius. Yeah. I think that guy's Doc the Jerry, best of the best. Demetrius. Who's the other guy? <laughs> Who's the other guy? Yeah, Olympian, him, first of all. Henry Zahuda. Zahuda, I like him. There you yeah. go. All right. Like we'll take Zahuda. Um, Sounds somewhat Italian. I'll go with Zahuda. He's from Mexico. Right? Right. Mexican-American. All right, we'll, 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 we'll do more of them next week since we have we have a week and anyone can make their adjustments when they want in those first couple of fights. Uh, but Wait, I there's did. no fight next week. I'm upset. Yeah, yeah. We have to participate in. Uh, well, whoa, wait a minute. We no, got big week. fights at the Capitale. Let's before we go. Let's plug everybody. Yeah, we got Charlie the Cannibal. Charlie the Cannibal. Campbell. Right. We Charlie got the Dennis Campbell. Bazooka, Bazooka fighting for a title. We got the kid fighting for a title. Uh, right. Justin Montalvo. Yep. We have yep. Lauren Braccia. All right. Friday so night. Right. Friday night. Oh, the yeah. oh Lauren's all, fighting. Good for first her. First of all, Charlie hits like a truck. Yeah, thanks for. He we does. got Bazooka. You know, see, see, see what he just did. Oh, Lauren's fighting. Good for you know. I'm coming home from Glory. I, you know, I was I, with I, you. I'm a witness yeah, to this. I'm this a witness wrong. to this. 
He Absolutely call, wrong, Michael. I get a call from, I, I see Mike call, and so I figure, oh, he's going to call me and congratulate me on Jenny. Sure. No, he doesn't of even. Of course he does. He doesn't even know she's fighting. Now, this is... This is a person he once sponsored. How do you go from... Wait, let me ask you a question. Seriously. I love... How do you go... I know you love her. Wait, no, 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 I'm trying to defend myself. You're grabbing No, let him... No, let him defend himself. Put that mic. But how do you go from sponsoring somebody to not even know she's fighting? I went to Jersey to see her fight, right? I went with Jersey, right? Did we go to New Jersey? Yes. We drove back because you were on Matt's show and they were talking about the undies. And we were howling yeah. on the way home. We almost crashed. Oh, yeah, we were yeah, yeah, you're okay. right. Exactly. Yeah. I, that I was, was that working was that day. Two, I couldn't go. Two years ago. I'm just saying. I you, love Jenny. You didn't even I know she was I apologize for not being uh, okay, there. Okay, I apologize. That's there all I go. wanted to hear. I Thank defended you. myself. Very good. Now, for anyone that likes the topics, and you want to, <laughs> you want to email in a topic that you want to hear, please. Please email, email in a, a topic. So we don't hear mine. Right. Yeah. What does That's that mean? Yeah. No, no, no. What I don't want to hear they... people have comments about topics they would like to hear. Get in. This is open open you have a comment. No, it will be. It doesn't have to be a specific topic. It could be like a general. And then I'll say, oh, I like how I And he'll adjust and make it his own. So then it wouldn't even be your topic. No, he'll make it his own, believe me. You have to give credit. He'll make it his own. people involved because I know that they're writing in and I never see Yeah, yeah, Mike twists the topic. Mike takes your topic. You're such a good right. show, and you That's ruined it. All right, so we've got. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. After wait, that. wait, hold on. We've got Charlie. We've got Bazooka. We've got the kid. Yeah. We got Lauren. Great right. fights. Great fights at the Capital. We're sending the best of our amateurs to battle. And we yeah. love the Capital because uh, no bad seats there, buddy. That's it. No bad seats. Beautiful old New York. Shout out to everyone the Saralongo team. We got this, folks. I want you to check out. MMAandbeyond.com. You could find Ray Longo on social media, Ray Longo MMA. You got Fight Shape underscore Ricci. He's head of the Fight Science Institute. You can find yeah. them online. I'm Steve Maraboli, one word. Uh, and uh, MT Rasig, where can they find you? MT. Oh, good Lord. All right. <laughs> I can't with this thing. He does it every time. Never changed it. He's where can they actually and, find but you? But he though? says they it want for to real. Talk to Go you. ahead and tell them for real. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> What country no, club are you What is it? What is it? I've <laughs> taken Ro I've taken Ray to the country club. He's had a great time. Where no, you've it? never taken me no, to the country club. I have taken you. No, I took you to Dave Gino. Oh, yeah. That's like, oh, I, th I thought you were Hempstead. No, I Where can they find I you? I saw <laughs> Dave put a lime in his drink. <laughs> your buddy Dave Gino. I love Dave Gino. Love him. We put the horns on the poor guy. I know. He went right down the crapper right then. Folks, check out onit.com. If you're, if you're getting supplements from on it, uh, we could help you save 10%. Just use our promo code MMA Beyond. That's MMA Beyond. You could also get the link at our website, MMAandBeyond.com. This is MMA and Beyond for Ray, Fight Shape, Dr. Sherry, Empty Resig, Steph, Chris, all of us. Thank you so much for listening. MMA and Beyond. We'll catch you next See you time. Next, next week.